Hi, Rach. How are you? Hey, Tom. Good. How are you going? Oh, it's been a full day, one thing to the next, but it's all fun. So, <laughs> going well. Nice to see some rain this morning. Mm, I've missed the rain. It's also great because we go out to the park and no one's there because everyone's scared off by the rain, but we are not. Ah, so, fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, I used to remember going to places like Wet n Wild on a rainy day was always good. Yes. It's always good to have places to yourself. <laughs> I've got a I've got a um quick questions to start off because I was just thinking today, what do children, siblings benefit from when they fight? Do your children <laughs> fight? <laughs> yeah. Like what on earth do they learn in fighting? Mm. Do you think it's uh, important for them to fight? Is that well, something you've heard? I don't know. I I think so. There's nothing I would be able to do to stop it. No, unless you, yeah, are a bad parent and put them in all individual <laughs> locations and didn't let them play together. No. Yeah, that's well, like just thing. because it's it's such a like a natural thing Very for natural. siblings to do, mm. there must be something really significant to learn from it. But I mm. don't quite understand what it is because they would never go out. Well, my children probably wouldn't ever treat someone that wasn't in their family that way. Mm. So I wonder why it just comes out with a sibling. Mm-hmm. Yes. And what I skill guess. that is. <laughs> They're much more comfortable with people mm. they see every day, much more familiar. And I guess they see you at all times and therefore you don't feel like you have to hide anything. Mm. And I guess it could be even adults in in family situations like that yeah, would be so more true. likely to fight. And they would with anyone else. Mm. So maybe it's just it's not necessarily um, the actual fighting. It's just the raw emotion that mm. no one else sees. The raw that self. we let come out, yeah. Who we really are comes out, which mm. is terrifying. Shows yeah. us what we've got to work on still. <laughs> it's a bit terrifying. Especially when you hear how they carry on. <laughs> mm, but I'm sure what, it would sound exactly the same if someone was listening to me hmm. when I was having a moment. <laughs> what, are, what do your kids fight about? Um, uh, well, it's just it's more reactions. So it's more one annoying and then the other one reacting. So mm. it's <laughs> it's just... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. My kids are smart, more they they want something the others have or I I was there first or I mm. want to play with that or I want to play this game, not what you're playing or why aren't you listening to me? Yes. But they want something and there's a difference of opinion with the other. Mm. So it ends up escalating very quickly to an emotional response 
<laughs> which we're currently trying to teach our <laughs> second youngest at the moment. He's uh, mm. straight to that uh, very whingy yelling sort of oh voice. Goodness. The trigger, um, the trigger um, sounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. so we're trying to say, well, just take a deep breath. <laughs> or what could you say calmly. instead of <laughs> let's talk in a in a nice voice oh man it's all right to express what you want but let's say it nicely <laughs> people, people will listen to you if you say it nicely which is, is partly just... true they might not yeah. listen still <laughs> yes <laughs> well yes that's what i say we'll just come get me if you've tried everything nicely then you can come and get me <laughs> yeah it doesn't always work it's just interesting that there must, yeah, like there's definitely benefit in having siblings and, you know, having m- multiple people in your family to, hmm. um, you know, to learn those social things off. But it's funny how, you know, not, I don't know, something within you knows not to just go carry on like that outside of your family. Yep. But yeah, maybe it is that safe. It's the safest place. Yeah, and it's it takes a lot of time to learn those those skills to work things out peacefully, mm. and maybe that's you know, a great advantage of having those close people that aren't going to leave you when you mm. have fights, and hopefully. If you're, you know, we prompt our kids, they can reflect on, well, it actually didn't achieve what I wanted, just acting out of pure emotion. Mm. And eventually, hopefully, they'll learn better ways. Mm. Mm. Yeah, interesting one. Because I tell, like, I mean, if there's a kid that's not behaving well or not playing nicely with my children, I just tell them to walk away from them which mm. I guess is an opposite reaction to what we, well, no, I do tell my own children to give each other space, but, mm. you know, we, True. we teach outside the family, you can walk away from mm-hmm. conflict or, you know, ba- bad behaviour. You can just leave it alone, walk away from it. You don't have to actually deal with it. Um, but maybe the better thing is to, <laughs> like within a family, is learning to deal with it rather than just walking away from all your problems in life, maybe. Hmm. I guess there's sometimes it's worth it and if it's people you're living with, it's worth dealing with the conflict, otherwise not dealing with it. It's still going to be mm. there when you see each other the next day. Mm. That's true. Anyway, that wasn't my question for the day today. That was just on my mind as <laughs> I think that's probably what's been happening in my house this morning. Um, oh, dear. <laughs> But that's fine. That's normal. Um, okay, question for today is if people say um, in life, forget the past, live in the present, move on to the future. So, like, if you wanted to start fresh, turn over a new leaf, you know, become someone different, you forget about the past and you um, move on. So the question is, do you think that it is possible to start over or start fresh or turn over a new leaf 
by forgetting the future. <laughs> is it possible? Well, <laughs> that is a good one. Um, do we need to forget the past? Can we forget the past and just magically start a yeah. new future? Like, mm, very good. I mean, if you just live in the same place with the same people, you're going to have constant reminders of that past. Mm. And I don't think you can stop yourself from remembering things. Time eventually, I guess, will start to erode some of those Mm. those memories and emotions and things from the past. But I think you would have to just up and leave, find another community. But do you think that would even work? Moving away? Yeah, do you think that would even work? Because do you think that most people's um, problems in life come from, not always, there are some, you know, outside very unhealthy things that go on, but a lot of the time the stuff that it goes wrong mm, goes wrong comes again. from within us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that even if we decided, yep, let's start again somewhere else, Yeah. eventually you're saying those same problems will start to emerge. Mm-hmm. unless they are dealt with and probably need to be dealt with in the original context, perhaps. Because, mm-hmm. mm. yeah. I mean, you see, you know, inspiring quotes or whatever, like I saw one the other day, like you, you won't ever move on to the next chapter of your life if you keep rereading the old one or whatever. Mm. And it's true. You've got to... Mm-hmm. Um, be able to move on or whatever, but if you don't deal with the things, mm. you will never, it'll yeah. be a constant issue. It's not that easy. It's uh, to, I think it is possible to, to change, for somebody to change, uh, but not just by forgetting the past. Mm. I don't think you can do that. I think you have to work through the issues. Um, And then, you know, you you need people around you to support and I'd say you would need, yeah, you'd need maybe supernatural help in Mm. in many cases to to overcome something deep-seated like that. Like, you know, what comes to mind is the the book, The Shack. I don't know if you've read it. Mm-hmm. Something traumatic, so traumatic like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. You know, that is a story of his, that father's journey of overcoming all of those raw emotions and mm. not actually leaving that behind what happened, but sort of coming to a new place of accepting it and moving on. But it took a, quite a lot of working through. Mm. Uh, didn't just happen by upping and leaving and saying, we'll leave that in the past. You know, if, mm. if you suffered a great loss like that, 
that's that's going to leave real real marks that you'll never mm. you know, be rid of. You might just be able to handle them, you know, in a more positive way. Mm. I wonder if the um, the root of anyone who comes to the place where like I'm just starting over, I'm just starting fresh. I wonder if the attitude comes from a fear or an overwhelm of mm-hmm. having to actually deal with something because you wouldn't yeah. often you wouldn't often hear someone who um maybe is ready to take on that path of healing and journey mm. through something really difficult you wouldn't mm-hmm. hear them say i'm just starting fresh i'm just starting over it's like, well, actually, I'm go- about to go through the hardest, yes, the hardest bit mm. before I can come out the other end. So it's like, I feel like maybe the starting the fresh, turning over a new leaf is denial, maybe, and it doesn't yeah. usually, and you probably end up back where you were in a matter of time anyway. Mm. I think we do need that that fresh start. Everyone needs that fresh opportunity we have new Mm. days and you wake up feeling Mm. somewhat like this is a new opportunity Mm. at the start of a new year you have that feeling this is a new opportunity and i Mm -hmm. think that's really helpful and i think that's sort of the the pattern of life is we always do get fresh starts yeah yet the the day and the year is going to be exactly the same as the previous one unless we do something different unless we work through mm. and address really what the the deep issues are like i think mm-hmm. about maybe this is a is a metaphor that is helpful that if you had a problem with hoarding things and you just accumulated so much stuff and your house got so full of junk and you decide I'm going to start anew and going to mm-hmm. just, you know, have a more simple life with only the things I need. And you decide I'm going to burn down the house, or I'm mm-hmm. just going to sell it with everything in it and just go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's that simple that you could just start somewhere and and not have that eventually tendency just to start the same process, same cycle mm-hmm. again. It would be more mm. helpful for you to start to do the slow, painful work of <clears throat> going through all of the stuff and mm. facing the things that, well, I kept this for this reason and these mm. are all my emotions tied to this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna get rid of it one by mm. one sort of thing. That might be a a mm. way you could heal and and move forward mm. rather than the quick quick fix solution where it's mm. Going to snap my fingers, burn it to the ground, and mm. start again. But it's going to be all right this time. Mm. You often hear about, um, you know, these days it's all popular to, you know, share things on quotes or whatever. Um, especially ones that are like, "I'm going to get rid of everyone in my life that's hurt me." It's, um, it's that very self selfish sort of um outlook where everyone who hurt me i'm going to get out of my get out of my life i'm gonna 
only concentrate on me or whatever. But often I think that if there have been people in your life that have hurt you, it does something to you in the process. So even if you do, you know, remove people from your life that have um, had unhealthy impact, they've still done something to you in the process. And often that um, Mm -hmm. can turn a bit, you know, ugly in our own lives. So that's going to affect, you know, relationships from then on if you haven't dealt with, you know, maybe the unforgiveness or the um, protecting yourself from people or, Mm. yeah, I think just cutting things out, like you're right, just cutting things out is not necessarily the way to healing. Mm -hmm. Mm. I think, yeah, you'd have to sort of have a difficult conversation sometimes to bring closure address mm. the issue if there's somebody that's hurt you mm. you you almost well ideally you'd need them to you know for there to be some reconciliation forgiveness but even if that didn't happen for you at least to do what you could and address that mm. and bring closure there as much as possible otherwise it's, it's going to be a long time of forgetting Getting that mm. and the impacts are going to be long lasting. Mm. It's interesting it's... how a lot of our healing has to happen with other people, mm-hmm. like with the support or, um, yeah, the help of other people. You can't often heal on your own, mm-hmm. which is often maybe why mm. it's hard for people to even start. Mm-hmm. You know how they say in addiction, the first, you know, step of mm. addiction or whatever is actually admitting that you have a problem. Yes. And maybe that's often a... And it's it's the group accountability, like Alcoholics Anonymous, the success of mm. that. It's not individual an individual path out. It's meeting with other people that are honest about their same issues and mm. working through it together. Like if you Mm. look at what is something, a relationship that seems to change people is is probably marriage. Mm. Somebody very different to you comes into your life and you are committed to doing life with them, very close contacts every day. Mm. People rub off on each other and, and people do change. I think if you look at people from... My uh, ten-year reunion. The people that were single, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was exactly the same. Usually, mm-hmm. generally speaking, as they were yeah. in high school, but yeah. people that had married or had kids, or you know, there's that other dimension in their life now. Often they often had mellowed, or they yeah. seemed <laughs> different mm-hmm. because of that relationship. Would you say yeah, you've changed? Since marriage? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess a lot of it would have to do with no longer being completely self-absorbed <laughs> mm. and having to share your whole life 
it's hard yeah. to know what what's that and what's maturity, but it's all probably tied mm. together. Yeah, I think having Comes. responsibility, looking after others, is definitely something that does mature you. Mm. But mm. like you know, if you, if I had if there was a major issue for me, mm-hmm. something that I'd never dealt with you know, maybe from my past, maybe growing up, a childhood thing, there's no amount of living with someone that would cure that. I think that you would mm. need to mm. go and deal with that. Yeah. Because it would be a constant, you know, wall that you keep running up against. Mm-hmm. You feel like, oh, we've been going okay for a while and then boom, that same issue. Yeah arises again hmm. like if there was uh, a string of relationships mm. for example that same issue that was in the first one is what's going to mm. probably make you come unstuck in the next one and the next one unless it's mm. de- dealt with mm. but it's yeah, like well, comes back to that what we we're talking about at the start about the fighting fighting through it mm. maybe that's got something to do with you've got to really not be shy around the issue mm. you've got to face the conflict it's got to face the issue mm-hmm. and not gently tiptoe around it leave them alone sort of thing leave the issue alone mm. you've got to mm-hmm. address it square on be honest let mm-hmm. your emotions go to a certain extent uh and just i guess do battle with the issue mm. Do you think that, um, what do you think about issues that are maybe subconscious, like we're not actually aware of them? Mm. Um, Like, you know, maybe how we were brought up or, you know, things that happened Mm. that maybe weren't necessarily traumatic or bad to the outside Mm. world, but things that have shaped you. Mm. Um, that may have been a bit off Mm -hmm. and then suddenly you're realising that as an adult you keep coming back to the same Mm. thing or whatever. What do you think about, you know, how how deep do you delve? (laughs) Sometimes it's a scary thing. We realise we're not actually fully in control of ourselves, that... Mm these things come up and we're like, oh, no, yeah, this is again. And here we go again because, you know, it might be something we're trying to suppress because we don't like that about ourselves. Mm. Or we, we just, we struggle, we struggle with it and we can, we can get, get through, but then there's something that comes up and out it comes again. I think, mm. I think that's, part of part of life i guess and mm-hmm. teaches you to be gracious to other people you know we quick to jump on other people with their out there problems mm. Mm. i suppose yeah. it's um how much you want to accept you know i don't know necessarily agree with this mindset mm. but saying how it's just who i am i suppose it comes a time when <laughs> You've been saying it's just who I am for a, a long time, and mm. so it's whether you 
think that it's a good good idea to be satisfied with oh it's just who I am I can I behave like this when I'm angry or mm-hmm. I this is my normal reaction when I'm yes. irritated so it's just who I am and if it's something that people other people don't really pick up on too much or it it's not so public mm. we feel like it's easier to keep it hidden Mm. And I think that that means it stays around longer. Mm. Being honest yes. about it is the start. Mm. Would it? And if it's not a huge issue, it's easier not to talk about it. We, mm. we get pretty good at hiding things. Do you but think it's a good? Is it worth it? Is it worth hiding? Mm. Do you think it's a good practice to keep yourself? like in check with mm. your maybe your progress on I don't know as a human being <laughs> yeah I suppose a lot of it is how it affects other people mm. like you want to present the best version of yourself and if it was in a job situation and you've had mm. trouble at your previous job you don't want to bring that up in the interview and be honest about it Mm. But when it comes up in your new job mm. and it comes out, well, this has been a problem for a while, mm. that's when we realise that maybe, yeah, it's it's something worth dealing with. Mm. Well, hopefully we can embrace, you know, a humbling mm-hmm. I think being humble is one of the, or, yeah. the, mm. the greatest strengths, really, being humble um, because we've all got things. Mm. Mm. It's, uh, it's one of those things that I can think of things in my life and I can think of stories I've hear, heard about other people, mm. things coming up again, the same issues. Mm. And it's a it's a real one. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's. I think most people have a have a level of shame about those sort of things. Mm. It's not something mm. they they're proud of at all. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't help if people are going to gossip and talk about it behind their back or. Mm. <clears throat> show no grace and cast them out as soon as it's discovered. I think mm-hmm. if somebody's ready to be honest and vulnerable, we have mm. to be willing to listen and yes. Help. Hopefully, that's when people don't leave. You know, <laughs> sometimes it's hard to be supportive of someone who is um, damaging, who won't listen. And accept maybe that there's something going on, but you know maybe the point when someone can admit the struggles and yeah be open about it that it doesn't scare people off. So that's when people really need to gather and support because they're probably gonna have a long road ahead of trying to 
yeah, work through all of that. And sometimes it is really deep-seated and it's hard work. It's hard work for people who are trying to go back in time. (laughs) The story that mm. comes to mind on this issue is Noah's Ark, which Mm -hmm. most people would be familiar with. Just the world had gone wrong Mm -hmm. and so... The answer then was to sort of flood the world, get get rid of all the badness, and start again. Let's let's reset. Let's start again. Mm-hmm. But we see in that story the same issues that were there mm-hmm. were wiped out, come back pretty quickly mm-hmm. soon after. That that great reset doesn't mm-hmm. work. It's not like resetting your computer. It's got a I guess it is like a resetting a computer that's got some issue mm. might work initially and things mm. seem great. Oh, look how fast it's running again. But if you haven't changed anything. Mm, if it's still got a virus. It's going to pretty quickly come back mm. you, that the, you know, the deep shows that there is you know, deep flaw in, in all of us. Mm. And that is, you know, if we started again and a brand new baby, you know, that's that's really a start again in the ultimate sense. Mm. Here we go, a brand new life, surely this one. <laughs> and it, you know, we're going to look after it perfectly and surely it can grow to become a person with no problems. <laughs> <laughs> and that's uh, been proved billions of times over. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Well, pity the only people to raise babies are flawed humans. <laughs> mm-hmm. We bring our own issues into everything sometimes, whether we like it or not. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, but there's I still think... hope for humans. <laughs> it's not all bad, is there? There's also wonderful yep. things <laughs> that well, we Wonderful, bring. absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I think just just being real about about it in mm. your own life is helps you treat other people with greater kindness. Yeah, that's right. Mm. And that we can still a, have healthy relationships. Yeah, with flawed people. <laughs> hmm. There can there's still um yeah it's not like it's no hope situations. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah it's, the deep it's what, issues are what we got to deal with. We can't, yeah, to answer your question, just think that dealing with the surface and outwardly starting yeah. again is going to fix something that's much deeper. Mm. Mm. Very interesting topic, and I don't know what people would take away from it. <laughs> what is it? Is there hope? <laughs> what do you think? Is there, is there hope? There sure is hope, and or maybe the the um, the greatest reward is actually what whatever you're looking for, or whatever you hope for the most about you know who you wish you were, or who you um, you know how you wish your relationships were, or whatever. Hmm. There is definitely 
much hope for that. It's just, are you willing to delve into the hard stuff before mm-hmm. that happens? And I don't know, anyone who's come out the other side will say it's worthwhile, I guess. Mm-hmm. And if we are in a position where we are presenting somebody with an answer, we've got to be sure that, you know, that's something that we've experienced personally. We've got to be honest about uh, not promising people quick fixes Mm. that if we are telling somebody this is a way out that it's a great responsibility to say that to somebody and uh, Mm. someone's coming to us vulnerable it's uh, it's a very uh, careful position you're in that you've got Mm. to not just say this is the answer come and come and listen to this this is a magic solution (laughs) <laughs> just tick yeah. this box sign this line and it's all going to be good mm. well little do you know that you're also signing yourself up for a long road next to the person <laughs> that is struggling mm-hmm. i think people who you know want to help fix or um yeah help de- <laughs> help others through um their struggles it's just as much a bigger responsibility for the support people Mm. and you can't yeah can't just offer some kind words and then wish them well (laughs) it's a yeah journeying with people is a long term um, commitment as well Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And there might be some uncomfortable conflicts mm-hmm. along the way. Mm. Mm. Yeah, all worthwhile. Good, good question, Rach. Thanks, Tom. Very good. So, not ready to share my deep issues right here on this <laughs> podcast, but um, maybe with somebody. <laughs> Oh, that's the main thing. <laughs> yep. Don't You've got to go. find those those safe places, mm. safe people. Mm. People that have already proved they'll stick by you. Mm, right. Don't just go opening up to every, anybody. <laughs> yeah. Mm. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening in. Uh, if you've got a suggestion on a question you'd like us to discuss, uh, mm, put it in the comments or wherever you put it, <laughs> where you're listening. Mm. That's good. Yeah, be keen to tackle someone else's question. Yep. I feel like when when we think of the questions, we think of um ones that are or that we don't mind talking about. <laughs> when Imagine it comes that. From some, someone else would <laughs> be something uncomfortable. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? Somebody yeah. asking a question, they that'd be, you know, too hot to handle. They wouldn't <laughs> want to talk about it. Jump it on us. <laughs> See how they go. Oh, it might be the end of the podcast. <laughs> you've you've told me there's some topics we shouldn't touch. <laughs> yeah. 
actually <laughs> buy that. <laughs> yep. No. Understandable. <laughs> uh, you can always try. If you want to mm-hmm. ask to talk about a question, you can always try. <laughs> Let us know. I'll just reject you. It's <laughs> not good. <laughs> I don't want to be quoted in any news article or oh, anything. <laughs> you don't want to be famous. No. <laughs> Infamous. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Rach. All right. Good chat, Tom.